0: If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code ATNIGHT to get 5% off your order. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nexus At Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast that we totally didn't just record five minutes ago. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And today we are doing a set review for DBT-11, Clash of the Heroes. Um, So to those who have never seen a set review uh, before from us, we go through the hierarchy cards all the way down for the double R's and any other cards that interest us, and then uh, talk about them. So Mm -hmm. let's get to it. Uh, Starting off, we have the Dragon Empire, um, which is me yes go for it
1: okay so first we have will-o'-wisp daybreak tamayura so when this placed by riding on top of the original you can search your deck or drop zone for one order card without the regalis piece and activate it and put it in your hand and then activate persona ride oh cool yeah <laughs> that's and then dope on attack you bind the original from your soul uh one card each uh basically one each of the doll names and then from your soul call them to your guard circle they get 5k at the end of the turn you ride the card bound as cost for rest, bound for cost as rest um, So,
0: can you do the grade the... two and the grade one of like each doll, or does it have to be two and two and one and one no nope, it's just like one of each name okay
2: oh i see so you flip between the two Tommy of yours repeatedly
1: yes uh, so, because the original one, the skill activates in ride fa- at the start of your ride phase, you get the power plus 5,000, then you Persona ride onto this new one. So, your front row is still getting the plus 15k, like always. Gotcha. And then, uh, on attack, the dolls get another 5k when you call them out, so they are effectively 30k. That's pretty cool. Alright. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, because you can just search, like, any order... There is the grade 3 order that was introduced in set 8 that was Soul Blast 2 and then Call 2. Car- I think it was Call 1 of each doll from the drop zone. Mm,
0: I think so, yeah. It's not Broken Toys, it's something else. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, yeah, uh, great great uh, Tom Era support. Almost yeah. makes me want to build it, if not for the fact that uh, Broken Toys exist and is expensive. Yes,
1: so. please reprint <laughs> Broken Dolls. Uh, yeah, so the grade three order Scarlet of Fluttering oh. Effervescent Life is Soul Blast Two. If you have Vanguard with Tamayura, uh, choose cu- one card each with Ririmi and Rarimi from drop zone, call them the rear guard mm-hmm. circle. So that's uh, because the deck is very over-centralized over centralized the, over the dolls, and the entire deck is just putting your dolls into
0: Soul, that order is necessary for building a board. Ah, makes sense. That is funny that a lot of these uh, things that search in order they go except for the regals piece no no free uh one per, once per game thing for you yeah you
2: know? I, I like how this is just gonna be like an additional line of text on every card that searches in order
0: yep yeah. <laughs> now they have to do it forever it's like a new deal where they have to put hard once per turns on everything we're just gonna yeah. have this for except for frog time. the jam except frog the jam thank you yeah although now it's called slime toad which that Come on, just let him keep frog the jam. He's already got such a bad, uh, bad rap, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, next up, oh, we got an encounter ride line. Of Dragonic
1: iconic Kaiser Vermillion. So, I term. Uh, you can bless one. Choose two of your units with only Narukami for their clans, and they get five k until end of turn. And until end of turn, when it would attack, you can choose two of your opponent's rear guard circles. This unit battles all of the, the, the vanguard and all the units on the chosen circles. So, unlike Larissa, Larissa just chose any three units, so you could theoretically attack three rear guards if you wanted to for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one has to attack the vanguard and then any two rear guards. And then at the end of the battle of attack, if you play a normal order, which you should be doing every turn, anyways. If yeah. your opponent has four or less damage, you can discard a card and damage them.
0: Oh, yeah, let me pull up that uh, mm-hmm. that order, because this is important. Um, yes. Said order is called Eternal Thunderbolt, um, mm-hmm. which is rare, but uh, this is important, I think.
1: Yeah, so it can be played from the drop zone, which is cool and interesting, and you cool. can only play it for if you have only Narukami and Vermillion in this card name. Uh, so, you choose one of your vanguards to get. Uh, when your opponent's rear guard that was hit by this unit would be retired from the rear guard circle, bind it instead of retiring it. Ooh. And if your opponent has no rear guards, all of your front row rear guards get 5K until end of turn. And if it was played from drop
0: zone, bind it. So, you get two uses out of it each sure. time if you play it from hand. Um, this is very cool. Um, I, I also like how they premium proofed it by going, all right, an Arakami and Vermillion. Yeah. It's also not having a cost. As, uh,
2: yeah. It doesn't have a cost, right? Yeah. Nope.
1: Yep, just no cost. Plays it it plays is also it, free.
2: Yeah. That's very good. And yeah. this, is, this is one of the cards I would expect them to just put a cost on for reasons.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the reason there isn't one is because it doesn't directly do something outright. It just gives your Vanguard those abilities that you then have to act upon. Now... At the same time, those are those things that you have to act upon are very easy to accomplish.
2: So, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: you know, your mileage may vary. I I think this is really good. Um, it's, it's better than the the blue Care one, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, no, this order is neat. Uh, the fact that it's free, that you can play it from the drop zone, uh, basically ensures that it'll always be in rotation. You can also play fewer copies of it because of that. That's right. Because every Instance
0: of it represents two activations.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Or if you did, if you discard it for Ride Line or for a PG or something, it doesn't hurt so bad. Yeah. It seems
2: like something you can easily like play three of just to make sure you see one at some point. Or do you guys assume you can search it also? Yeah. You, you can probably... search it off the Ride Line, but you probably want like two or three, anyways. Just... You probably want to find a second mm-hmm. at some point. So, yeah, two or three is probably going to be end up being the number.
1: Yeah. Well, you definitely don't have to play four, which is great because it gives you extra room for tech cards. Does
2: the grade one search it or does the grade two search it? Do you know? One. Your... Okay, never mind. You can probably get away
1: with playing two. <laughs> if uh, the grade
2: two searched it, I would be hesitant.
1: Uh, it's the grade one when it's thrown upon by the grade two. Oh, okay. So turn uh, two, you do get it. So yeah. it's
2: two or three because you could. Cause so, you do, the danger of playing one is that some games you might just take it on damage,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then you're like, you know. <laughs> anyways <laughs> so you definitely don't want to do that <laughs> so two or three yeah mm-hmm.
0: i find it i find it interesting that like for these encounter ride lines they're having an order go with it not all of them but um some of them and uh for the most part these are really good like the um the pale one can be played from soul and uh recycled whereas this one can't um mm-hmm. But at the same time, this one is costless, so mm-hmm. uh, the, the, there's a you know ups and downs to it. But I, I think it's a, a cool way to play with the whole order um, mechanic that they it, it just didn't exist back when uh, the original of these cards did. Mm-hmm. Back when Lucierre and uh, Vermillion were you know in Boomer Vanguard, orders weren't a thing until like <laughs> the end of V. So that's true. You know. Okay. Alright, let's uh, move on to... What's next? Drag Rider? Yes. Yes. Latifa. So, Drag
1: Rider Ratifa. Latifa. So, uh, when it's placed on Rearguard Circle, other than by a unit card's ability, if you play the normal order this turn, you sold last one, look at your top five, uh, call, call something to Rearguard Circle with grade equal or less than your Vanguard, or if it's an order, put it in your hand. Um, uh, and then shuffle. Uh, when okay. it attacks a grade three or greater unit, it gets five k for each open circle in the same column, so it can get up to ten k. All right. Uh, uh, this card. So the wording of it is weird, but basically, you can call it from hand or off of an order ability. If you played an order this turn, you can do the thing. Uh,
0: by a unit card's ability, other and than by a unit card's ability. But, so they yeah, said, other than by unit card's ability.
1: Yeah, so... Yeah. you can, I only heard unit ability, but... Uh, oh, so yeah, wow. like, from hand or by an order ability, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, this card is cool. Uh, next, it would probably go in... Uh, Tamayura could... Or, not Tamayura. I mean, Tamayura probably could use it, but, like, you'd have to call it from hand, and, like, that's not that good. Uh, I meant to say Buff Sagra. Use it because the that's arms weird. card, because the arms cards are normal orders. Oh,
0: this
1: is a grade three rear guard with so much text. Grade two. Oh,
2: sorry, grade two, my man. It has yeah, so much text. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And for people wondering why won't he look at the thing on the side of the screen? He's looking at his own screen. Uh, people who are watching. Oh, that's correct. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. This it, is well, for this is for you guys. Yeah. It
2: wasn't up when you yeah. were reading it, so I'm yeah, gonna... yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. Uh, and then the other most obvious thing to put it in is just vermillion because you can yeah. you can activate like eight orders yeah if so and vermillion desperately needs ways to plus so i am experimenting with this in vermillion i think it will probably be good there it should also get big huge because you just like vermillion attack its column
0: oh that is pretty fun
1: yeah and then it's just like 20k possibly 25 if you just wipe the board mm. this card's sick.
0: Yeah. Gonna, yeah so it'll get um...
1: so it'll get plus 10 and then another 5 off of the order right if you all like right. clear the whole board but yeah this card is pretty cool and this is going to be kind of the theme of this set cycle cards is orders
0: I think that's a neat idea. Um, They Mm -hmm. they were kind of poking at it at the last set, too. So I I think they're, like, going into the pool more.
1: Yeah. No, like, I'm glad that cycle cards as a concept exist. Like, I think D has been pretty bad about taking advantage of the nation system being this broader, all-encompassing thing for each individual
0: ride line. So the fact that they're making these really cool generic cards is, like, neat. And especially because when the nation system was announced that was one of the first things we got excited about was mm-hmm. oh cool now you don't have to wait uh y- you know six months for your clan to get uh supported now you can just okay great this is an example of generic support yeah um, now at the same time don't call inlet pulsy with it oh it's a triple r Fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean inlet pulse was kind of on accident right it was um <laughs> But at the you know, I, I think for this, this is not like tying a whole deck together, which is great. right, that's just a nice mm-hmm. piece of support. So, um, all right, let's get into Dark Zone.
2: Uh, all right, so the first king is average, Avaricious Demonic Dragon King Greedon Masks.
0: There's uh, another one, There's
2: mm. another mask card. I think we talked about it a little bit, uh, like a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. uh so this card can only be written from a grade three with Greedon on its name and it has a continuous skill that it uh the number of damage in your damage zone for you to lose becomes seven so the ability that Greedon had except he just has it all the time as an act on van you can remove a card with Greedon from its hand solar drop so you know the average cost of these mass cards look at top seven choose a desire devil and put it in your hand okay and then auto, at the end of battle that you detect, if your soul has three or more cards with desire double in their card names, put three standing rear guards into soul, stand this unit, and it gets power plus 5,000. So it gets a lot less power for the cost of keeping an extra unit on board.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's a once per turn, unlike the original. That's true, it is a once per turn. Could the original Greedon do that twice though outside of premium? Or... I think I think if you
2: had a, the right setup and like a billion counter blast.
0: Okay. It is extremely
1: high roll. I don't think it's realistic, but there yeah. are people lamenting the fact that you cannot do the double restand Greedon anymore. Yeah, you theoretically could do double restand Greedon
2: before if you want to spend like four counter blasts or something. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because you have to call out two of the desired doubles that call things when they go in or no three probably
3: because
2: if,
0: if you have five on board you pull four in three of them yeah. call something back that's yeah four. you would
2: need three of so. them
1: mm-hmm. which is that's a, so that's a
2: fork cb play right yeah yeah it's like i'm not entertaining that and
1: it requires like a hyper specific setup
2: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but it, it, i guess it's funny yeah. uh yeah
0: for the rising nova double restand how many counterblasts does that cost I mean, one. you probably one. don't want to
1: be using, entertaining this one with Rising anyways, because you need three
0: Desire Devils in your soul. No, yeah, not yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. like the original. Uh, uh, not the original very much. Present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It mm-hmm. <laughs> just goes to show, play premium. Anyway, uh, mm. so what do we think of this compared to like the Zorda or the Leonor? Um, it seems slightly, it seems a bit worse than those ones. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, just because I think like you just don't have. I don't think the rear guards are very great.
1: Oh, Yeah. Although, the upside to this one is you don't have to play Desire Devils anymore because you just need the three in Soul, which is just your ride line. And then That's true. you can just play well, a bunch of like generic Dark Zones good stuff. Well, if you, you want some Desire Devils,
2: at, mm-hmm. le- at least just to like hit the first ability. Yeah. Because otherwise, that ability, you're, you have just like some amount of advantage just on the table that you're just leaving out. That's true.
1: So, you know, I'm not
2: sure what you know, how like, many you'd
1: end in up In general, like leaving an extra thing on the board so you can make four attacks more consistently, uh, not needing to rely as much on things to rebuild your board. Mm-hmm. And then being able to play more like generic stuff as a result of that. Like, I think this Greedon is more flexible. Like, the floor is definitely a lot higher than the original one. Okay.
0: Yeah, I can believe that. I, it, it's I completely uh, unrelated, but I believe his suit has more panache than the old one. Sure. So, that's good. Um, I would, I'm not, or I'm surprised that there is not a Desire Devil that's like, after this attack, stand it, but it can't attack it yet.
2: I like his old suit more. I think this one's a little gaudy, but I understand. <laughs> I mean, it, he, he's supposed
0: to be kind of kitschy. He's,
2: you know. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this one as much. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All so the right. next card we have is Soul Oratorio Chaos, uh, hey. Chaos. So I remember this card existed before, but I could not tell you what the old one did, nor do I care. Um, <laughs> so it has an auto when the scene is placed by riding from approaching Fang's Chaos. You may soul charge three, then choose up to two cards from your soul, put one of them a- into your hand, call the rest to rear guard circle, and activate Persona Ride. Hey, so very see. similar to the Tamiora that we just looked at before. Mm-hmm. As an Act on Van once per turn. If your soul has 13 or more cards with different card names, bind an Approaching Fang's Chaos from Soul, so the old one. And until end of turn, all of your units get power plus 10,000, and this unit gets critical plus one. At the end of turn, ride the card bound for this cost as rest. And then Glitter, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. Uh-huh. So quite interestingly, this is, t- you know, if you ride it on, this, you get 20k to your front row, assuming that you meet 13 cards in Soul right and
0: um and it has a crit yep it's very big um did the old one need 13 or was it a different number it was 8 right 8 and 13 8 and 13 okay
1: eight. this chaos is basically just the old chaos but objectively better okay. so it ha- the same it has a similar first ability so the original one had an act ability that you Power Blast one discard look at top 3 one to hand, one to soul, one to rear guard circle. So, this is basically the same thing for free where you soul charge three and then you can choose any two things from your soul instead of just what you searched. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the original one was eight or more, you give one rear guard 10k, 13 or more different names, all rear guards get 10k, but that was when it attacked. So nice. this one does it in the main phase, which means because Mikani is a re you give it all of the power to begin with, and then it uh-huh. can just restand with the power. That is nice. Also, it gives itself
0: power this time, and Ooh. it gets a crit. Okay, yeah, then good. I I remember Chaos just being completely looked over, um, because it was kind of uh, nothing. Mm. I mean, it topped once. 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 And was that part of a team or something? Yeah, it was a team
1: thing, but it did and, pop once, and I think the Chaos player had a good record. Okay, well, good for them.
0: But I th- that that is a very much a drop in the bucket. So hopefully with this, th- this gives it a little, like, uh, injection. Yeah. Um, like, I think the deck looks cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully they're not going to
1: pay for the grade 1
0: Mikani. Oh, God, yeah, I know. that That is such a pain for... also the grade three which is what you're boosting anyways right i mean the grade three is like four dollars yeah
1: that one's like not expensive it's the grade one because messiah uses
0: it Ah, there's the kicker um all right now we got uh the grade two all right
2: yep so now we have famed blazing demonic lady orion's Grade two, uh, when it's placed on rear, other than by unit's card ability, if you played a normal order this turn, Soul Blast one, look at top five, choose and reveal up to one card with less than one of Vanguard's grade and call it to rear. If it's a unit card, put it into your If it's a unit, call it to rear if it's a unit card and put it in your hand if it's an order. Yeah, uh, so and, then it, Latifa. Yep, and then when it attacks a grade three your greater card, you Soul Blast three, draw a card, and it gets 5k. Um, so
0: this is.
1: Like, a grade 2 Gungram, but with, like, the cycle ability instead. <laughs>
0: well put. Um, I was going to say, if it's something like the... So, lutier's order gives the skill to lutier which therefore means that the first effect doesn't activate. Mm-hmm. Just saying. For... Because I know that that's going to happen, or people are like, "Yeah, but it it was done by an order." I'm like, "Yeah, but the red text is on the vanguard now." So, uh,
1: well, if if you play it from soul, that still counts as playing the order.
0: Not so much that the uh, the placed on rare other than a unit card's ability. Mm. That part. Oh yeah, that's the kicker. Not the if you played an order that. That's fine. That was good. But, like, the. um, So, just keep that in mind, people. Either opponents of this card,
1: or. Yeah. I mean, you can only choose, like, a pale moon unit. You can only call, like, a pale moon unit, anyway. So, it's not like you could have called this.
0: I know. But that's just an example of, like, something like that happening Mm -hmm. with these. Because, you know, maybe. Yeah, it's weird. So, keep that in mind. Uh, But. Yeah, Yeah, this is kind of nice. Yeah, I am wondering, like, what
1: deck this goes in, because, like, what deck, like, plays normal orders and can afford to, like,
0: Soul Blast 4? Can afford to Soul Blast 4. It's not Chaos, that's for sure. Um, Yeah. Like,
1: Chaos can Soul Blast a little bit with duplicate names, but not, like, that much.
0: Can't really be agreed on either. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because Greon uh, doesn't really play normal orders. Bruce, maybe? No, because you need the no. final rush stuff now. you are doing VMN switches, uh, but
1: Yeah, because VMNs can't do or no. this one can't go because it's not a Diablo's. Yeah. yeah. This card feels this card feels like it doesn't really have a home just because Dark State doesn't have anything that can like accommodate it. Yeah.
0: Unless we very... something.
1: Uh let's see. I'll ma- let's see. Unica doesn't have orders. Or doesn't really play order. It has the mask,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but like I think Unico wants to be soul blasting for her own stuff. If I remember correctly, I don't know. Yeah, because I think the ability was always like soul blast three for Unica, even Rapture. on the mask. So like I don't think you can really afford it.
0: So, like, <laughs> um. Might have been caught in an awkward place, but I don't I don't that doesn't yeah. make it a bad card necessarily. Um just yeah. Uh mask is counterblast one, soul blast
1: three. So yeah. you probably can't afford you have the mask as the order you play, but like mm-hmm. I don't think you can afford that much soul blast for like both abilities. Right. You can maybe afford the soul blast one, but then you're not using like the draw and plus five K, so you're not really taking full advantage of the card. hmm Uh, You're jeweled, you need to pull blast four, and you don't really play in order. I guess the mask counts, but, like, you know, borrow Magnus, you're trying to hoard your soul. So, yeah, like, I can't think of any, like, Dark States archetype that can afford both costs and plays
0: orders. Dang. What a face plan. And such a shame, because the art is so cool. Um, Yeah. Maybe
1: this this could find the place in premium, or uh, if we ever have, like, other... Or maybe like a new Dark States archetype that plays Orders. Uh, that's what I wanted to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe if you're a Dark States player, pick up your playset and just kind of sit on it because it might come into play later. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh man, we're into Brandgate, and I am so excited about this. It's Glove World. <laughs> <laughs> so the first card
2: we have is Gigant, gigant Arms Silhouette. So this is the new grade three boss has a bunch of random arms card that we looked at a while ago.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Has an auto and van at the beginning of your attack step. So boss one, choose up to two of your regards with armed arms and their different card names and attach them to this unit. Move the attached units to Vanguard Circle, a stand they cannot attack, and attach units get power and abilities continuously. And, and they are moved to regard Circle at, at res Rest at the end of turn. And at the end of the battle, attacked you choose up to one of your attached units you attach this unit and move it to regard as stand.
3: Yeah,
0: so you legion and then unlegion. I love it. Yep, yep. Um, I, I have both of them uh ready here. Do, do you want to do R or L? Uh, yeah, sure. Which uh, one? one? There we go. Oh, uh, we'll do R then
2: L because that's the order okay. they're in. All right. So, it. Armed Arms R uh, is, is an auto on banner rear. When this unit attacks a Vanguard, if you have a grade 3 or greater Vanguard or silhouette in its card name, counter 1, choose one of your opponent's grade 2 or greater units, retire it, and it gets power plus 5,000. And then the L is another grade 2 when it attacks a grade 3 or greater Vanguard. If you have a Vanguard or silhouette in its card name, counter 1, draw a card.
3: So, so you can one counter-boss 1, yeah.
2: One is power and retire, one is draw
0: um if you give triggers to the arms that are on the vanguard circle <clears throat> it gives power to the overall yes yes vanguard and then but, you move it and it mm-hmm. keeps the power it, it
2: will not give a crit if you give it yeah
0: crit. it will yes. get the crit though just like but. legion <laughs> yeah, yeah so if you get a crit you got to go crit to silhouette man power to the arm and yeah. then move it
1: so yeah so yeah uh like, draw triggers will be really good in this, because you can just give it to the arm, and you don't have to worry about anything else. Uh, Front triggers obviously go to both arms, and so mm-hmm. Silhouette just gains, like, 30k off of front. Uh-huh. But that does seem overkill when Silhouette Man is already swinging for, like, 30 to 60k. Your opponent's likely to just PG it.
0: Well, they only got four of them, so you, t- you can only do so much, yeah. Mm. I am so excited for this, just because... Uh, I love the episode where Spongebob goes to Glove World, and I love the armor cards from Yu-Gi-Oh. This is the closest I can get. Um, um, I don't know how good this is going to be, because I don't know what other gate cards you fit it in with, but... Uh,
1: uh, it's just generic stuff yeah. like Mine. Because mm. so, like, at least one of your front row is always going to be an arm, because you gotta put it on an open circle, so you have to leave at least one front row to call it back to. Right. Uh. And then, yeah, I don't, I think the deck is kind of like a mid just because like Silhouette gains a lot of power to no real benefit. Like there's no crit, no guard restrict, like nothing to really like put additional pressure. Mm -hmm. So it feels very similar to the likes of something like Grand Fia, where it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you like draw cards, you can make a board somewhat consistently but you don't really have that oomph to like actually finish the game, right?
0: Um, yeah, and uh, m- maybe the um, the grade two helps it or whatever. But like, with Brandy being focused on set orders, do they have something that is generic enough? Do you just uh, run the dart the, dark, the uh, like eclipsed moonlight just for the the free prob- token?
1: Yeah, probably because that's a way to get bodies for free. Also, like this one does have a set order in its ride line. Well, that's good. Um, so, yay. All mm-hmm. right. So, let's move on
2: to the next card is Poisoned in Paradise Ava. It's time, baby. Another Ava. So, this unit is placed on a uh, place by riding from the Fountain of Knowledge Ava. Search your deck for research card, put it in your hand, shuffle your deck, activate percent of ride. And then when it attacks, you can bind the old Ava from your soul. Search your deck, hand or drop, for up to one card with died in its card name. Ob- yeah, and call it to rear. And that unit and this unit, get power plus 5,000 until end of turn. If you search your deck, shuffle the deck. At the end of the turn, ride the card bound as rest, or at for this cost as rest.
1: Uh, This card is arguably worse than the original. Yeah, it's not great. Mm-hmm. It's, so, uh, yeah. The original one, you could like search your top whatever for like any card you want, right? So mm-hmm. you could get like PGs. If you needed like counter charge, you could get something to do that. If you mm-hmm. just, you know, if you wanted the additional research order, you could get that if you needed it. So yeah, like the original EVO just gets you so much more as opposed to like one research card.
2: Yeah. And the second skill. Yeah, so I guess they both call it so that's yeah. not really a gain on anything. But yeah, just the ability,
1: like... It, it can call it from the drop zone, too, but, like, that doesn't matter. Yeah, the kind of the defensive power of Ava is kind of... Mm-hmm. quite strong, and... Like, yeah, The main benefit of this one just seems to be just additional copies of your Persona ride. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Is that so bad in the end, anyway? <laughs> like, uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Maybe because, like,
1: as the meta evolves, you want something that like definitively changes your deck the way that the other one- that the other glitters have. Yeah, like chaos severely reduces like how much costs you have, and because you don't have to discard anymore for the first ability, it's like a pure plus. Mm-hmm. and then Pamiura is a
0: big power boost i see what yeah. you
1: at. Yeah. yeah like chaos was a big power boost all this gets is like an additional 5k on the obscu died who was already decently big mm-hmm. but also Eva was like the best positioned out of the five glitters so arguably doesn't need to be any stronger the way the other ones do gotcha
0: <clears throat> so uh Yeah, I mean, like, could you have made Eva any more powerful without breaking it wide open? Because it was was, uh, up on top there for a while.
1: Yeah. Like, I think the only way is, like, if it went the chaos route of being essentially the same thing, but cheaper. Mm. Right? Like, if it just had, like, more or less the same first ability as the original Eva, just on ride. Yeah. well, yeah, this is basically all it is. Like, this is the... er it gets you an order for free, and then the on-attack skill is free, so you don't have to worry as much about your resources, but then you're just sitting there with a bunch of open counter blasts, like, what do I do with this?
0: <laughs> you either kill them or you die. That's how the game works.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right.
2: All right, so the next card we have is Lady Fencer of the Bipolar Nebula, and this is the most confusing card I've read in a while. <laughs> Love this card, uh, though. So, it has an... Odd, so, remember all the rest of these dealt with uh, regular orders? Well, this mm-hmm. one deals with blitz orders. So, when it attacks, if your drop is a blitz order, Soul Blast 1, and this unit gets power, plus 10,000, Uh And then, Auto, at the end of battle, this unit attacked a Vanguard, Counter Blast 1, bind this unit, stretch your deck up to one grade 2 or greater blitz order without, regard, without regardless piece. Reveal it and put it in your hand, shuffle your deck. If your drop has a blitz order, you may search for a set order instead of a blitz order.
0: What? Do
1: it. Yeah, so what blitz orders? <laughs> I mean, they obviously introduced some in this set, but like, yeah, for some reason, uh, Brandgate and also Stoa because these nations already deal with orders as part of their regular gimmick, they decided that these nations get to focus on blitz orders instead.
2: <coughs> so, let's look at the blitz order for um, that they introduced for uh, yeah. Brandgate because I'm interested. Fluctuate Buster Bullets is the name of the card, which okay. seems awful. So choose two, choose up to two grade two or greater units with different card names from your drop. Call them to guard circle. Choose one of your units and get to get power plus ten thousand to end the battle. So it's a
0: twenty k shield, maybe. Kind mm-hmm. of. It's uh, what what's the um the G guard for Grand Blue, um that calls two from drop to guard circle. Is this even good?
2: Probably not, right?
1: Probably oh, not. Like, really you'll use it? it with Obscudides, who both have, like, 10k shield, I think.
2: Ah, uh, so it could be up to 30, I see. Uh-huh. But, like, you're not going to play enough of these to be able to make Lady Fencer search what you actually want at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All right, like, you'd like- have
1: to play the full Blitz Order engine that they introduced, which is but- just a lot of room in your deck.
2: Wait, isn't there only the one Blitz Order for Branket in the set, or am I high?
1: Uh, there's only the one Blitz Order, but they introduced a bunch of cards to support Blitz Orders. That's
0: horrendous. Yeah. Like, Why would they choose to do such a thing? The difference between this and something like the G-Guard um, <sighs> is that, like, heals already exist in the deck as is. Mm-hmm. Or is this you have to make room for it? Yeah. yeah. Which, ugh, gross. It seems garbage. Um... And it, it doesn't directly win you the game. And for people going, yeah, but it helps you, you know, live another day so that it can win. That's too much stuff, you know. It's too uh, too bulky. I okay. think. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's uh, let's take a look at Keter, which I have this week. So, it do justice, uh, Thedrea. All right, once again, um, let uh, do for homage. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so when placed on riding from a grade three with the Dreya, so that's either of them, um, during Ryan phase, till end of the turn, may be regarded as having the same name as the card this unit rode upon. Uh, search your deck for up to one unit with the Dreya, put it into soul and shuffle. So you get auto persona ride no matter which one. Yep. And then uh, act on Vanguard Circle, discard a card from your hand, search up for up to one grade three unit with the Dreya and it's a uh, card name different from this unit from your soul. Ride it as stand. If you rode a card, bind this card, activate Persona Ride, and you cannot ride until end of turn.
1: So, well. basically, and the second Persona Ride stacks, yes. so you can just double well, Persona Ride. Yeah. Very
0: cool. <laughs> plus 20 to that front row, baby! Um, or if you're playing the order, plus 30
1: and you drew four cards. Oh my god. Uh, have fun decking out, though.
0: Ah, <sighs> dude. Um, where does this fit with the like? You already run the two, and you gotta go back and forth and stuff. So this like yeah. helps if you didn't draw the other one, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, really, this is just a way for you to do the same thing but bigger. Okay. Because what you do is you like, so let's say you ride this on top of Light the You uh put Dark into Soul, and then you like ride Dark, activate the Double Persona Ride, and then because it had the name of Light, you activate the Restand. I see. But yeah, this is just like the same thing but bigger. Yeah,
0: um, it like grey was already kind of an unorthodox uh, ride line, so yeah, interesting, interesting to see them uh, see them pull this off.
1: Yeah, because like I don't know how else they do it because both the Greys need to specifically ride
0: on top of the other version, right? Um, and uh, yeah, I. Not much to say about this. It's just, yeah. like you said, same thing, but bitter. So.
1: Yeah, this one's just weird because you have to play, like, 11 Persona rides now, so
0: that's, like, half <laughs> the playable cards in your deck. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, like, for decks that run a lot of grade 3s, you know how top-heavy uh-huh. that can be.
1: Yeah, and then you have to, like, think about orders, too. So just, like, half your deck space is gone just for, like, this re-ride thing. Right. And then you, like, still need to have rear guards, right? Yeah,
0: too... You know attack with and whatnot mm-hmm. uh, perfect guards things of that nature so uh yeah good luck to gray players i know this is going to be a tall yeah. order
1: uh like deck building seems weird from my uninformed perspective but like the card seems powerful if you pull it off right because even just double persona right plus 20k to the front row is a lot
0: yeah it might be enough to just kill them depending at what stage mm-hmm. of the game you're at um for by the way I, I should probably say this at the beginning of any set review for anything that we're like uninformed on or, or we're missing please put it in the comments because you know we're not um yeah. we're looking at this from a like we haven't played these before necessarily we're just looking The Grey is my nemesis. <laughs> Wait why is she your nemesis?
1: She ended my run at uh BCS in 2022 uh, remember that well yeah but i
0: didn't know that that, that made her your nemesis. I I made that joke in the podcast episode. Yeah, and that was, what, like, uh, six months ago now, almost?
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Time
1: moves too fast. Please stop.
0: Time moves too fast. Time stands still. Windows 97 brain. We're done. Okay, moving <laughs> on to... Uh, all right, Blondezzel got his encounter ride line, so I can hear Richard screaming from uh, Culver City. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, so this might be one where we have to look at the whole ride line to get the full picture. I got the order set up. Let, let, let me let me get some. Let, let me go get uh, the, the rest of him then. Uh, but Bo, there's Bowman. And then... oh, really?
1: We just needed Bowman. Okay. But...
0: All right. I'll leave it at that then, because uh, Gareth doesn't really do all that much, right? Uh, Gareth like... just searches the order. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh Desolate blonde Blundezel. <clears throat> so continuous on you can only ride cards with Ezel in their card name. That's not foreshadowing um at the beginning of your ride phase if you have three or less units soul blast one look at three cards from the top of your deck choose up to one grade three or less unit card from among them call it a rare and put the rest on bottom in any order so open rear open rear sorry but three or less units i feel like that's uh, yeah yeah okay and then um auto on van when it attacks a grade three or greater vanguard counter blast one Look at the top 7 cards of your deck, choose up to 2, grade 3 or less unit cards among them, call them to open, rear, and it gets uh, this unit gets plus 10 chains on the turn, shuffle. Yeah.
1: So <clears throat> uh, this can get up to 5 attacks, but they're going to hit like wet
0: noodles because it only gives power to itself. Yeah. Um. That Persona Ride is going to be doing a lot of heavy lifting.
1: Yeah, it also has the curse text, but that's probably warranted in this situation. First tax meaning only when both players are in grade three.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah, uh, let's look at bow mains. Yeah. So um, knight of superior skills bow mains. So this is the grade two of that ride line. Yep. Um, so if your soul has knight of elegant skills Gareth on Kins- crimson lion Cove, here, blah. That's a tongue twister. Discard this card. Discard a card from your hand. <clears throat> Choose up to one incandescent blonde as lion blonde Ezel as- from your ride deck. Ride it as stand and it gets drive minus one. Until end of turn. So you can ride up. Yep. Great. Cool. Awesome.
1: Uh, Okay, so this is a two things can be true. Like, I hate the concept of superior riding. Just kind of in general because of V. Also, the superior ride sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not that good because, like... Going second, all you're doing is turning on all of your opponent's curse text. So, like, all the masks get their Persona ride. Uh, Chronojet and Messiah can stride on you. Gondiva gets his fourth attack with that one grade two unit. So, like, going second, I think you just never want to do the the superior ride, because, like, you're going minus one just to turn on your opponent's deck. Uh, Like, going first, you probably always do it, because you get the Persona ride sooner.
0: When they're on but, two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you only make three attacks, and the deck doesn't get very good numbers anyway, so it's like... Eh. Is this, dare
0: I say, well-designed?
1: Uh, Less well-designed, more like, the game mechanics are different. Like, the problem with Superior Riding in V was that you got, like, 15 million gifts, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, oh... I'm at grade two and you have four front row
0: circles (laughs) and you drew off of them. Awesome. Cool. Great. Thanks. Uh, Um, but that's good. That, that means that like the mechanics of the game, keep it from getting too wacko. Uh, yeah. If you're going first or whatever, that's, that's great. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm you know, th- 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 there's, like, a balance there. And then the other effect is when it attacks if you have a, on rear, if you have an Ezel, you can give him 5k, but he goes to bottom of deck at end of battle, so.
1: Yeah, which you need to open up yeah. circles for Ezel. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, I think, nice like,
1: Ezel on his own is fine. The superior ride is, like, actually kind of shit, even if I, ca- even if I hate the idea of my opponent persona riding while I'm at grade 2, I feel like it's it's kind of like the history strides, right? Whereas, like when it happens, it's probably not that bad. But sitting across from it is miserable
0: either way. Right. Um, Matt, any thoughts before I move to the um the order nope. that goes with it? Okay. So um, Gareth uh, gets this uh, order when he when you ride when he's rode on top of by uh, Bowman, reigns supreme, king of beasts. So uh, he also gets an order like uh, Vermilion mm-hmm. did um play this if you have an on the card name uh look at top seven cards choose up to one grade three or less unit card from among them Call it to rear it gets plus five k shuffle um so it's a free search free search
1: free call yeah this feels like the deck where you only play like two of them mm-hmm. because yeah, your order is not that important and mm-hmm. also like you just kind
0: of need like space in the deck to put stuff in yeah so fine good uh mm-hmm. solid order And you know you get it as like a piece of uh, just like piece of advantage. Mm -hmm. So um, yay! And then uh, lastly for Ketter in the triple R, you have a forefront knight table. Table. Yeah. So grade Mm -hmm. two when placed on rear, other than by unit cards ability, blah blah blah. Played in order, unit soul blast, checked up five. Uh, choose up to one card, grade less or equal than your Vanguard, and reveal it, call it a rare, and if it's, uh, if it's a unit card, then put it in hand if it's normal order. Blah. On, auto on rare, when this unit attacks a grade 3 or greater card, if you have four or more units, this gets plus 10k until end of battle. I want to try
1: playing this in Ezel, just because, like, you have the order already. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is that Ezel uses a lot of soul already. Mm-hmm. Because like, Ezol soul blessed one for his on-ride,
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: uh, there was something else that soul blasted. I don't remember right now. Uh, Dindrain does. Too. Uh, yeah, but Dindrain is not the most important thing unless you're like spamming the
0: grade one to draw. Right. Um, I brought this up to Richard because you know, gold paladin. Oh right, Codwalla.
1: Codwalla, thank you. Yeah, because um... Codwalla, you want. You want to play some copies of because it retires itself. So that one's like end of battle attack soul blast. One retire it. Check top three. Add a grade two or greater if you. And then I think that only activates if you have four
0: or more units. Yeah, Um Karwalla is only soul blast. It, it's um Kar- mm-hmm. bray Yeah, or the shadow paladin. I think you don't. I think you probably don't
1: bother with Carbra. But yeah, Cadwalla is a, is another soul blast. That's what I was thinking
0: of. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. Thought- as those well problems just uh, soul blasts a lot. I brought that up to Richard, and he's like, "There are things to get around it. Like there are cards that soul charge. You have Drilling Angel,
1: yeah, um, things I like that.
0: Drilling Angel is just like the Keeter Sanctuary staple of all time. It kind of is, yeah, but it, it's so uh, simple. It, it, it's um, yeah. There's it's also that to grade two from set eight that like puts itself to soul to countercharge one. That's true. Got that too. Um, so yeah. Options, I, I think Ezol is also in a pretty good position. for, yeah. for D, the deck
1: so. seems fine. It's not like crazy or anything. Yeah, but that's good. I think. Um, let's yeah. move on. Magic of so- Alteration, Turner. Yeah. So at the end of the battle, it's a little boosted. If your damage zone has three or more face down cards, you put in the Soul counter charge one. I do see you playing that one because it gets out of the way for Ezol, and it's a Soul Charge and a Counter Charge, which ah, you okay. need. Which, if you're going to be spamming the grade one that draws you cards, you probably need. Mm -hmm. So.
0: Good. Stoakea time, it's your turn.
1: Yeah, I stole it from you because you don't play Stoakea, basically. Well, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Mean. Uh, Also kind of accurate, but not really. You Um, only play Magnolia, right? Like, you don't know much about any of the other ones. I played Zorga for a time, but Yes. Uh, yeah, so Mr. Arc, Lulu Zulu uh, Lulu Soul. God, I hate this name I, know. I hate all of these Mr. Arc names, but that's going to be great when I'm playing against other people that don't know what the deck does Uh, So when it's placed on Vanguard Circle, look at top 7 cards, choose a grade 3 or less unit card from among them, call it the a rearguard circle shuffle if you have 5 or more units inc- so any units including your Vanguard, uh, your opponent discards a card from their hand Okay. And then, when it attacks a Vanguard, counterblast Blast 1, choose one of your rearguards with Mr. Arc in its card name. Return it to your hand. Choose one unit card with Mr. Arc in its different name uh, than the one returned, and call it to rearguard circle. Ooh. That second one looks a little sus uh, mm-hmm.
0: to me. Uh,
1: So the idea is that they all have on-place abilities, so
0: you're just, like, bouncing all of them around. Yeah. Um, You just never do it with itself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, this deck is funny. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before when we just went through the whole archetype, but this deck is very funny because all of the cards are really. Ob- all of the other Mister Arc cards are just really obnoxious. They're mm-hmm. one of them like stops you from intercepting. The other one just stuns a unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of them is like a draw. So the idea is like. I think you can get to, like, five units on your grade three turn pretty consistently. Not a lot of decks have early removal. And then the whole ride line, like, calls itself out. So it should be really easy to get to the five units early on. And then, you know, so you can, like, make four attacks, you force your opponent to discard a card. Later turns, it's going to be a lot harder, because your opponent can actually, like, interact with your board. Mm -hmm. But I like this deck. It's just like really funny and obnoxious where you're like, all right, that can't intercept and it's done. Also discard a card.
0: <laughs> it's, um, I, I like the art on it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I could see myself playing it just for the, the obnoxious factor, but, um, I, I think in a world with, uh, with vermilion and then what was the one from, from, uh, Gondiva. Gondiva. Thank you. Uh, it's gonna have a, a lot of trouble.
1: uh mm-hmm. Uh, actually, like the deck also gets like a decent amount of advantage because the grade three draws a card. So you have like a free one on play. The grade three draws a card. You could afford to play something like, uh, rotting usurp or maple as long as you can get like two other Mister Arc names on the board. Right. And then, like the ride line, because the ride line call themselves out, you get like three units for free on your grade three turn, which means you save a lot of cards in your hand. Yeah. So I think this, in terms of like hand advantage for a deck that needs to have a board, this is probably the best off out of all of them simply because it like gets so many of them for free early on.
0: Yeah, that's true. Magnolia don't got like. Magnolia is like, all right, call the top card and you're like, call my OT. Great, thanks.
1: <laughs> yep. But yeah. I do think the deck's probably just like mid overall. I think it doesn't <laughs> have enough power. Same with Ezol, like all your units just kind of hit like wet noodles because none of them gain enough power.
0: Yeah. I I think this is going to be something where you got to sit down, go into deck log and like start looking at all the options that you have as a nation. Um, yeah. Before I you mean... decide to build it.
1: Yeah, part of the problem, too, is, like, it needs some amount of the archetype name, so you can only bounce back Mr. Arcs, and all of them require at least three Mr. Arcs
0: to do their thing, so, like... Yeah. Gotta got start running that uh, condensation, yeah? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so. You could also
1: run, uh, what's it called? Frozen Resentments. That's true. Um,
0: So, love the art.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, it's your boy. Yeah. With the Planty Boy, uh, a says and Flash Aurora. So, like all of the other Glitters, uh, when it's placed by riding on the original Aurora, call up the two Plant tokens. They get red text when retired from Rearguard Circle. Draw a card, and until the end of your opponent's next turn, and oh, then activate Persona Ride. That's kind of uh, nice. On attack, bind the original Aurora. Choose one of your Glitter Rearguards. So always Momo K gets 5K, and this unit gets a crit. At the end of that turn, ride the unit bound for this cost as rest. Not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. So similar to Tamayura, like Rora benefits a lot from riding the original because like Tamayura had the plus five K, and then Rora has the defensive ability to get five K power by retiring a token. Mm-hmm. So this is one where like the re ride feels like it matters, right? Uh, and then I already talked about Rora. Like the main problem I have with this card is it calls fewer tokens, though, so, especially because the meta has so much removal right now, trying to find, like, enough things to retire for Momo-K so that you get good numbers and still have a board can be difficult when you have fewer tokens to work with. Okay. Especially because, like, one of your consistency cards is the set order that searches Radalina that also needs to retire something. Mm. So, the deck just retires a lot, and only having two tokens instead of three and not being able to choose when you call them means that, like, setting up your board gets really awkward, even though you have the benefit of the draw. So, I think this card, like, this card is still good, but, like, the deck does have some awkward parts about it. Also, I want to get rid of Signpost Fairy. That card only exists to be retired by Momo K, and I really wish I could just have an effective card in my other column instead. Mushrooms! No uh. Yeah. Well that's the thing, like you play four of the mushrooms, so you have like 12 cards in your deck. Oh, 16 cards in your deck now with this one. It's like the four are up, eight Rattalinas, four of the set order. So that's like sixteen cards out, and you only have like ten left.
0: Yeah, that that is pretty uh clunky. Um all right, Matt. Anything?
2: No, it seems. Uh, I mean, it's pretty similar to like, like, like. Uh, Ruber said, uh, vaguely similar to the other ones, but the other Roroa has kind of a less win the game effect, which is what mm-hmm. you're trying to do at some point. Right.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I think this one helps you win the game more. Uh, the extra five K on mobile K actually matters a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You'd be surprised how much the difference between like 25 and 30k is for Momo K. Well, it's either, uh, it, it's
0: the difference between one and two cards.
1: Yeah. But uh, also, that power translates to both Rattalinas. So, hmm. you know, here, like, okay, attack for 30, attack for 50, attack yeah. for 53. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. It,
2: and also, like, you pretty much don't lose that defensive ability, right? Like, you yeah. just kind of like. You just you get just, it back. You just get both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty nice.
1: Yeah. Alright. And then Love the We argument. have yeah. the cycle card, Hallucinary Morpho. So on attack so it's this identical, is to the, right? It's identical to the Brandgate one. So on attack, if your drop has a blitz order, Soul Blast gets 10k at the end of the battle attacks, counterblast one, bind it, grab a to a greater blitz order without regala's piece. Or if you already have a blitz order and drop, you get a normal order instead. Uh, so this one, it made the most sense for them to choose Blitz Orders, because if they chose Normal Orders, it's just an instant Zorga play, uh, in, an
0: instant Zorga staple. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, like, there's a lot more infrastructure already in place, and they're not trying okay. to, like, randomly put this stuff up from the ground, uh, yeah. this late in the game, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Now- well, no, because this one is real all about blitz orders, which none of the the decks It's just like. stoa was the normal order nation for the longest time, yeah. So it does feel like, oh, you already use normal orders for everything. Here, have blitz orders,
0: yeah. Um, and it's a shame you can't get uh something with Regalish Piece because the bl- the blitz order that like cancels out OTS is like kind of decent ish. Mm-hmm. So, uh. It'd, it'd be fun if it was, like, you can get uh, greater greater Blitz Order without regardless. Like, it even qualifies it as Blitz Order. Like, just let them let them get that one. That that would probably yeah. make it more playable than uh, the Doll or the Cup.
1: Yeah. So, this just suffers from the same problem as the Brandgate one, which is that, like, Blitz Orders aren't very good. And any Ooh. Blitz Order you have is always competing with your one activation of Sanctitude. Right.
0: Um, I think until they uh make blitz orders get advantage in some way, which yeah.
1: either is- like blitz orders coming from outside the deck because you don't want to compromise deck building too much, mm-hmm. or like b- the ability to play more than one a turn. Because if your hand is like a blitz order plus uh sanctitude, then you're just like Okay, so do I want the PG, or do I want this, like, 10k shield? Yeah.
0: It would be very tragic if you, like, played the, you know, 10k shield, and then you get a draw trigger and draw Sanctitude, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, Bill, this is dead. But, yeah. Um, like, I really think, like, I
1: understand the once per turn on, like, normal orders, because there's a lot of powerful ones, but, like the need for defensive power, and in general, just how, like, unsuccessful Blitz orders have been, I feel like they should try experimenting with lifting the
0: restrictions to see what happens. Yeah. um, I, I've i never really been a fan of the Once per Turn thing. I see where they're coming from, but it makes it very hard to, uh, you know. Yeah. And also,
1: like, uh, every other form of order already has ways to, like, cheat out their orders. There's, like, nothing in the right now that like revolves around Blitz Orders entirely, so there's nothing that lets you cheat out Blitz Orders
0: no, or do anything the, with them. Not at the moment. Um, it'd be interesting if uh, Zorga had that ability for Alchemagic where you could do the Blitz Order and the, uh, Alchemagic's a different Blitz Order on top. Um, Alright, Orange Zorga. <laughs> Whatever, uh, so yeah, I. Oh well, um, getting into the double R's. So okay, Dragonic Death Scythe.
1: So during your turn, if your opponent has no front row rear guards, gets five k. Uh, on attack, if you have a grade three or vanguard with only Narukami, Soul Blast two, bind one of your opponent's rear guards. If you did not bind a card, draw. Sure. Yep, this is a yep. uh, Narukami card. Yeah, it is certainly Dragonic death scythe. Uh it's fine.
2: Yeah. I really is.
1: don't know what else to say about this card. It's mostly unremarkable. Yeah. Uh it is
0: boringly competent. There we go. AI boringly-
1: generated Vanguard card. Boringly
0: competent. I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Yep. Alright, uh, anyways. Next we have Stealth Bean Izasau. Uh so. When it's placed on rearguard circle, if you have shoujo doji, vanguard, counterblast 1, look at top 5, choose a stealth unit, call or put it into your hand and shuffle. And then, when it's put from rearguard circle into your soul, choose a face-up card in your opponent's bind zone, bottom of the deck, your vanguard gets 5k. Uh, so this card is good. It's, uh, it's advantage for Shojo doji, lets you, like, search anything you need, uh, it is a free removal from your opponent's bind zone so Shoujo doji's thing is yeah. like you bind two things with stealth from your soul and then you bind two of your opponent's regard circles mm-hmm. and then so this and then on attack shojo doji eats two calls a card from bind zone career so th- what you do is like, you bind this thing, you can remove one of your opponent's bound cards, and then you call something off of Shoujo Doji, and then you give 5k to your Vanguard, which was one of the problems with that deck, is that the only thing that got power was the thing you called off of Shoujo Doji, so making your Vanguard a bit bigger, a bit more threatening is nice.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm i just a little afraid of Shoujo Doji in general, so I'm not. I will keep silent for this. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, I think this is, like, really good. Like, the deck has pro... Shoujo Doji has problems with gaining advantage because you only have one card that draws, and it, and that one only works if it's called
0: from Bind Zone, I think. I see. Okay, so... Uh, uh, let me, let me check. Game plan, B. Aggressive. B, E, aggressive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, unprecedented was the one. Uh, when it's placed by a unit card's... by your card's ability if you have Vanguard or Shoujo, Doji, Atama, you're a useful Blast one draw. So that was the grade three from set eight. Uh, so yeah, basically only works when you call it off of Shoujo, Doji's effect. So that was uh, like, you have like one draw in the deck and it's conditional. Well, that's pretty rough. So yeah, the advantage off of this one was much needed. Right on. Um, yeah. Get rid of that. Oh, there's that yeah, so this one is just when it's placed on Rearguard Circle in general. So, like, from hand or by Shoujo Doji's ability. Uh, same with this grade 1, Stealth Rogue of Chain Road Kagechika. So, uh, when it's placed on Rearguard Circle, uh, choose a card with, with Stealth in its card name from drop, put it into your soul. So, basically, Fork Tail, but from your drop zone instead. Yeah. Uh, when your other unit is placed on Rearguard Circle from the Bind Zone, if you have a Vanguard or Shoujo Doji, uh, put it into Soul Draw a card. There's not a drop. Although it's not a plus, it's uh a... mm-hmm. that one's uh, more of a cycle, but that's like yeah. okay in this deck where you need like soul to keep binding for Shoujo Doji. Right.
0: Um yeah, hopefully this doesn't become a random thirty dollar double R.
1: Uh probably not, because you can only put stealth cards. Right. <sighs> I'm just mostly talking about Fork Tail doing that. Yeah, but Fork Tail's also way cheaper now. Because oh, people realized good. the card was bad. Yeah, it's just kind of a meh,
0: meh thing. Uh, or um.
1: the decks that it's in
0: are bad. <laughs> okay. Alright, Uh, what's next? Beat up Draco Kid? Yep, beat up Draco Kid. So, when you if you play
1: a normal order, it gets 5k. Uh, When it's placed on rear guard, circle, counter, blast one, search deck, or drop zone for one, a serious fight. Reveal it put it into your hand. So all of the cycles kind of have their own engine. So they they gave you like the triple R cycle card, this double R that searches out like a norm a rare order. So serious vice is soul blast one. Uh, retire one of your opponent's rear guards, and then at the end of the turn, you can discard a card to take this card from your drop zone and put it back in your hand. Okay, it's okay. Like, the whole point of this is to give you, like, an engine so that you have, like, the normal order guaranteed for this series of cycle cards. Right.
0: Okay. I mean... Like, I don't think any okay. of the orders are good. Me neither. Um, they, they seem kind of uh, whatever. I me. mean,
1: this would be nice for budget if there's if you could find, like, a grade 3 for these decks to live in. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Popper Vanguard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Okay, I hate how some things will put the tab at the end, some will put it at the beginning. Try to keep it in order. All, All right, right Dark Ready
2: for some not Gear Chronicle cards? Yep. <laughs> All right, so we have Blazing Gunfire Colossus, which is not a Gear Chronicle card, but is a Dark States card. So when it's placed on Rearguard Circle by your opponent by your Vanguard's ability, you can counter blast one, draw a card, and it gets 5k. And when this unit attack hits a Vanguard, if your Vanguard is grade four or greater, you counter charge one. So it is a Gear Chronicle card. Yeah. But it's not a Gear Chronicle card.
3: Mm
1: hmm. No. I mean, but it seems like okay. It seems fine. I don't know if you want to do this over upstream into whatever the grade one was for Chrono Jet.
2: And before this is like a one out that you just throw in. Like, Probably. Maybe I find mean... it. Maybe get it, at it sometimes. Yeah, but that's the hit to countercharge. which kind of
1: sucks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But Uh, it gets, like,
1: really big with Fate Rider. Yeah, that's true.
0: You can use this in uh, Pale Moon, too, in Premium. It took me so long to figure out where this guy's head was. Wait, where? It's not up here. No. Okay, that's his hand. That's his elbow. Okay. Yeah, that's his arm, so his head is, like, next to it. This, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, because there's the steam pipes and then uh, shoulder. Sure. Arm. I Let believe it. you. <laughs> with your hand? All right.
2: <laughs> All right, so next we got Inciting Corruption, Aga Man- Manaf. Uh, this is a grade two for the Chaos archetype. When this unit is placed on rear, if you have a Vanguard with Chaos, the card name, counter plus one, look at top two, choose one, put it in your hand, put the rest in the soul. Okay. And then in your soul, when your unit with Makani in its card name is placed on rear... If you have Vanguard with Chaos in card name, discard a card from hand, Soul Charge 1, call this card to rear guard, and it gets boost. That's pretty good. Yeah, this card is, like, pretty sweet. Yep. Kind of does two things the deck needs to do. It kind of filters out your put cards into your soul, because you need 13 with different names. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's a extra booster that can trade itself
1: out if you have two of them in soul or something. Yeah. yeah. And it, like, draws you a card. So it's yep. just like advantage. True enough.
0: All right. mega Colony looking motherfucker. What did this thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. What, I, don't,
2: I actually oh. am not going to think about what's going on in that card too much. All right. Let's just. It's move got on arms. That. All right. Yeah. So the next card is Jovial Juggler, uh, i.e., not a Pale Moon card. It uh, is definitely yes. not a Pale Moon card. So uh, it's a grade one, 8K. Uh, so, uh, has a continuous effect in soul when your vanguard will be chosen from your, when a card will be chosen from your soul by your vanguard's ability, this card may be chosen as a grade zero. I don't know what that, I don't know what clan that could be for. I mean, when this unit <laughs> is placed in rear from soul by the actability of your vanguard with only pale moon for its clan, put another rear guard into soul, choose a unit from your soul and call it your rear guard and, to, and, and, and in turn put the unit that's called by this effect into soul. <laughs>
0: So it's kind of purple trapezes, but not really. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, this yeah. card is bizarre. I feel like it's like very it, nice. It, it's a pale moon card, which is, it, you know, accepted name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, Go ahead. Sorry. Uh,
1: I just want to say, like, this has been clarified already. There are a whole bunch of cards that need to, like, soul blast different grades of things, but those don't specifically choose a card. Right. So this will not work for anything except
0: Luke here, basically. Yep. Woof. Um, yeah, a uh, big big fan of this because like, there's always that awkward thing where like, it, you know, you call three different grades and you have your one, your two, and you're like, mm-hmm. great. I either call this zero that doesn't do anything, or I don't really have a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So th- th- this is nice. Um, also, lets you like, um, like it, if there was like a, a call only from hand effect, you can like put that in and get something else out that's important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: yeah very nice. Good job. So, next we have famed harsh demonic lordling Batham. So, continuous on rear. If you played a normal order this turn, it gets 5k and an auto when it's placed on the rear. Counter on boss one, search your deck or drop for up to one reception of the famed demonic mansion. Reveal it and put in your hand if you search your deck your deck. So, let's read this reception of the famed demonic mansion. It's a grade two, uh, normal order. Yeah, you may soul charge one, choose one of your units, it gets 5k. At the end of the turn, discard a card from your hand, uh choose this from drop, put it in your hand. Yeah. it's like repeatable soul charge 5k, and you can play an order every turn basically for the rest of the game if you want to.
1: Yeah, that's like fine. The same thing with the like Dragon Empire one. It's like not that good, but it's a nice cheap option, and it means that all of the cycle cards have their own like engine built in. Yeah, yeah. if
2: there was actually a, a big payoff for playing an order every turn, these would be a lot more enticing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but there's like the payoff is small. Generally, it's like oh, some units get plus five k. Not worth doing this mm-hmm. every time, right?
0: This is yeah. probably one of those things where like it'll probably get built on in the future. Hopefully, probably. Um, but for now, like, forgotten about
1: yeah. <laughs> most likely. But at <laughs> least, uh, well, I mean, you say that, but like this set also just supports like the most random popper cards imaginable.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: No All complaints right. here. Um, but yeah, so this seems like a popper Vanguard thing where it's just like, all right, the order engine is probably going to be really cheap. So the next thing we got here is
2: Absage Adler. And despite its appearances, this is actually an Ava card for reasons. Seriously?
0: Okay. Uh,
2: when this unit is put on Guard Circle, if your Vanguard is a Glitter with Ava in its card name, choose up to one card with died in its card name from your drop and call it to Guard Circle or put it into hand. If you put the card to hand, choose a card from your hand and discard it.
1: Well, there's like almost never a reason for you to actually put it in your hand, right? Because the new Eva can just call it from the drop zone and like you always had the ability to just get it back with the grade one
0: research anyways.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is very funny.
0: Yeah. And then also it says put so you can do it when intercepting too. Mm-hmm. Um, True. That is very nice. Um, yeah.
2: All right, so next card we have is, what, Fulfiller of Spherical Harmony? Yeah. Oh, uh, there are, there, is there, okay, there's one sphere there. There's one almost sphere, it seems. Yeah, there's like, and some of those are not spheres, but anyways. <laughs> um. So this is a grade one for gate When this unit is retired from Guard Circle, Soul Blast 1, choosing to, and uh, call this unit to an open back row rear guard circle as rest. And then an auto at the end of battle, this unit boosted. If your Vanguard is grade four, put this unit to soul, choose one of your units, and it gets
1: power plus 5,000 to end the turn. Okay. Messiah support. Sure. Wait. Uh, yeah. It's cheaper than Mikani. That's
2: true. Fair That's true. You're, no, you're right.
0: Cheaper than Mikani. And uh, there's the red rings, you know. Yeah, I it's pretty cool. aesthetic, uh, I guess. Yeah, so fun. And then, uh, got another monster that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, we have divergence monster Lazarek. Uh, is a grade one. Uh, when this is discarded from your hand or deck during your turn, if your order zone has two or more research cards, counterblast one and call this card to an open rear. An auto when this unit attacks or boosts, if your unit, you may have this unit get power plus five thousand. And if you do, retire this unit at the end of battle. What?
0: But why? That's so weird. Um, I know the monster stuff is, like, recycling. It's just weird, like...
1: Monster stuff is recycling. Yeah. Like, Archite needs to call monsters. But, like... but
0: It doesn't have to kill itself. You may yeah. have it get 5k. Sure. But if you do, then it dies. Um, why? Call it the... <laughs> I don't know. um i know a lot of i have no
1: idea why it retires itself archive doesn't do anything that needs it to retire itself uh
0: i know for that first effect um you do discard a lot so that's at least good for the um yeah you discard a lot because of the research i think so that's nice that you can at least use it for uh, a warm body um but the thing for killing itself at the end of the battle don't know uh, my friend peter at locals plays monsters i'll have to ask him um like the monster deck is kind of mid it yeah. is but it's not the worst thing in the world it's kind of fun to watch uh mm-hmm. and then this is for silhouette this next one yay so
2: the next card we have is bustling mechanic rodney that's a great one uh if you're vanguard at t- if you have a vanguard, if you have a vanguard attached this turn, it gets power plus ten thousand.
0: Right, another fucking keyword I have to keep track of. Oh my god!
2: An <laughs> auto and backer a rearguard circle at the end of the battle. Your vanguard, with silhouette in its card name, attacked a grade three or greater vanguard. Cursed if text. your front row has no rear guards, soul blast one and stand this unit.
0: So you can do this before you move the arm. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then it has oh, a ten k booster. Weird. Yep. All right. That's that's not bad. Yeah, it gives you another big yeah. column, which is not yeah. bad. Um, or if it's by itself, it's hitting 18 on its own. So mm-hmm. Nice. Not bad, Rodney. Not bad. It does uh,
2: require opponent to be grade three, of course.
0: That's true. Curse text. Uh, retrospective dragon. Uh, so one placed on rare if you have a vander with the Greya. Uh, Soul Blast and discard a card from your hand. Search your deck for up to one uh, grade three or grade two set order. Why did they it. word it like that? <laughs> Just do grade two or greater. Like, <laughs> all right. Reveal it. Put it in your hand and shuffle. Um, and then auto on rear at the end of the battle. The student attacks. Retire another rear guard. Choose one of your glitter units. Gets plus five k. Card seems uh, really mid. It is. It's very kind of whatever. Um, they're, they're, you know the gray's orders are pretty good though, right?
1: Yeah, the has good orders just like yeah. uh you probably don't need the one that lets you like reride your Graia now that you just have the double persona ride anyways.
0: Yeah. Wait, the one I'm the one that you're uh, saying is that the one where she's got like the weird evil eye and she's like like Yeah, that one's
1: like over. not yeah. I don't He's... think anyone plays that one cuz it's just like rewriting your Thagrea
0: like turn 3 barely matters. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, for the persona ride or whatever anyway so great moving on uh
1: it doesn't even activate persona ride because you're doing it in the main phase all right
0: i forget that that's how that works where it has to be during the the ride phase unless it specifically says like activate persona ride. yeah and it has to be like normal riding Mm -hmm. all right magic of colored fires laralyn um grade one uh, when placed on rare other than during the battle phase, if you have a Vanguard with only Genesis for its clan, all right, counterblast, Blast, draw a card, choose a card from your hand, reveal it, call it R if it's a unit uh, card with grade equal or less to your Vanguard, and discard if it isn't. Um, I find it interesting that Genesis does that, where it's like, if you don't uh, have the correct grades, just discard it, as if someone's going to be like, Oh man. I couldn't, couldn't find it. Guess I'll have to discard. Uh mm-hmm. And then auto on rare at the end of the battle that this unit boosted, if your vanguard is only Genesis, put two rear guards in the same column as this unit into your soul. Choose one card with only Genesis from your drop and put it into your hand. So this card
1: does everything? Kind of, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's like card advantage. Uh It can put like, chamomiles back into your soul so you can call it back out again. So yep. it's just, like, sitting there on the board. Uh, it gets you discard fodder or yeah. Minerva. Yep. Yeah, this card just does everything.
0: It's not bad. Nice, uh, nice big old band-aid on Minerva, which is, like, one of those decks where, like, I, I, it's not too bad, I just think think it needs a little nudge. I don't know if this is the nudge, but it's something. Man, uh, Minerva's,
1: like, fine right now. Yeah. Um, it gets less fine when Gondiva comes out, but like, <laughs> oh. everything gets less fine when Gondiva comes out. comes out. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um,
1: oh yeah, this is like a Konan. This is a Yu-Gi-Oh card. You know how they uh, print, print cards like mathmex Circular that they do everything your deck wants to do? Yeah,
0: that that's how they uh, support like older arch- archetypes in Yu-Gi-Oh because mm-hmm. they're so old. They're like, we got We you know we're catching up with fifteen years of uh, yeah. card design. All anyways right. here's a skill drain yeah listener of truth didn't drain uh so 8k when placed on rear if you have a vanguard with only one clan soul blast two counter charge one at the end of the battle that this unit boosted if you have a vanguard with ezel in its card name put one other rear guard on in the same column as, as this unit on bottom and stand this unit so
1: okay so mm-hmm. if i remember correctly it having the gold paladin clan means you can't mix it with other clans right
0: so far as I can tell, yes, although there's someone at my locals who uh, uh, steadfastly thinks that you can't. Um, I will I will check the comprehensive rules and get back to you. Thank you, because I am sick of going back and forth with him on this. Uh, yeah. It's not but bad. Like that
1: defeats the purpose of having clans on these cards if they were just going to be generic anyways, right? Yeah. Um,
0: because then you would just tie it to the name instead of the, the clan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, this card's fine. Like, if you spit, there's a grade one for Gold Paladin, that's like when it's placed on rear, it, you can counterblast, draw a card, get plus 5k. So, if you spam that a lot, you're going to need the countercharge. Yeah. And then uh, it gets a card out of the way for Ezel. Wait, I'm
2: confused. Why would this matter if you even if it was generic? Because it says that your Vanguard needs to have only one clan.
1: Yeah. Well, we were wondering if you could put it in
0: like other clans, which I'm pretty sure you can't, because it's a gold paladin, right? Used with like Minerva. Now, granted, in premium, that first effect can be used with whatever. Like, yeah, with anything. Yeah. But, but yeah, we're like we're talking I, about first. We're
1: talking about stuff like, like putting this in MLB or something, right? Yeah. I see.
0: Yeah. Um, because because there was that grade two that with the scythe that let you uh, recycle things from drop. Uh, yeah. It, and Which... you, all, you all think you
2: can or can't?
1: I'm pretty sure you can't because it's like a gold paladin, right? So you couldn't just put this uh... into like Phantom Blaster or something? Yeah, gotcha. Be- because
0: it's cater uh, and gold paladin. Now, granted, Scythe guy is just Keter so you can do that mm-hmm. with anybody. You can do that with this. You can do that with...
2: Yeah, yeah I'm just confused by the wording then. Yeah. Um, yeah. why it says like if your Vanguard has only one clan rather than saying if your Vanguard is a gold paladin.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I got I I say, comment section, please start arguing.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm interested in the clarification as well. It's unclear to me. mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, uh, again, to clarify, it's not so much the card text, it's the fact that it is a gold paladin. Can you use that? You can't use this with, say, Genesis, for example, that first event,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure we had the same conversation with like Kay and Benavir. We, we, I
0: believe, did. Um, I don't know how crazy that can get though so we'll find out let's let's move on knight of brave advance uh Karugan. so uh if you played a normal order this turn gets a uh, power f- plus 5k it's grade one sorry um and then when placed on rear counter blast one search your deck or drop for up to one uplifting him i'll get to that in a second reveal it and put it into your hands and shuffle so uplifting him it's grade two order which i love the art on uh it's a Soul Blast, uh, choose two of your rear guards, they get plus five K till end of turn. At the end of that turn, discard a card from your hand, choose an uplifting him from your drop and put it in your hand. So remember the wet noodles theorem? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, like... I mean you have to play yeah. this like shitty order. Yeah, which you can search, I guess, but yeah. Um, I see well, what you That's you're like another at. counter blast too. Yeah, another counter blast and a soul blast. Yeah. yeah, wet noodles. All soul blasts a lot already. Yeah, wet noodles. Uh, that's probably what I'm going to call this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one is uh, Affectionate Hunter, right? Yeah, Affectionate yeah. Hunter
1: Matias. So it was placed on rear guard circle from hand. Uh, if you have a grade three or greater, uh, Soul Blast one, retire two other rear guards. Oh, it was two. Uh, Choose a grade 2 or less card from drop zone, call it a rearguard circle. And then, at the beginning of the battle phase, if you have a unit with Rororo as card name, and a unit with Radalina as card name, call a plant token. So this always calls Radalina, because that's basically your only option. Right. Um, I don't even... It...
0: Good, so bad. The problem
1: is, like, it's, like, another retire in a deck that already retires more than you can make units for. Mm-hmm. So I've just been playing Maple instead because like I just need the body. Gotcha. Like this card is nice because it calls a plant token back, so you can at least boost it, but like. Yeah. Like Rora as a deck, you're like you have to retire like some amount for mom. usually at least like two, just to get it to like an okay number. You have mm-hmm. to retire for the set order. And then if you're at like adding this on top of that. Like, you're only making so many units, so you can get, like, the two tokens off of Aurora, you get, like, two more off of the Mushrooms, it's just, like, trying to manage your rearguard economy is, like, the thing that you have to do with the deck. I think the deck is, like, fine in terms of, like, offensive, and now that we can draw more cards, like, defensive power, it's just, like, trying to make your turn happen properly and managing, like, how many bodies you have on your board is going to
0: be, like, the bulk of your gameplay. It's a treadmill! Yay! Mm-hmm. Love the art on this, though. Very Robin Hood. Um, yeah. Alright. There's the, uh... This giraffe turtle thing. Yeah. These cards are so crazy looking. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, once well, placed on Rearguard Circle, uh, if you have three or more missed arc, arc against 5k, then you can Soul Blast one, Choose one of your opponent's rear guards. They cannot stand during your opponent's next stand phase.
0: Okay, Magic Colony. I see what you're getting at.
1: Uh, if you have a Great Third of anger with Mister Arc, you can bind a rear guard with Mister Arc and it's a different name from this unit called the Bound Cart. So it basically like resets the on play for any of your Mister Arc cards except itself. Okay.
0: Um, and then it's nice that you only need one other rear guard because mm-hmm. it counts the vi- it's three units with uh, yes. To start, um, so uh, yeah, nice, nice uh, rear guard support, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it's completely xenophobic, so no, no splashing, no yeah, else. um, all right, maelstrom supports, yay, yeah, uh, tier knight that I or
1: Euroclis. That,
0: that's, uh, that's an eye, I think.
1: Yeah. You're, yeah. You're so, right. when this unit is placed on rearguard circle, if you have a vanguard with only aqua force, discard a card, uh, search your deck for or drop zone for blue storm armada, put it into your hand, and then if you search the deck, shuffle. Card is, like, fine. I don't know if you have room for it. Mm. So, the problem is, like, the blue storm armada is more important now that we just have more decks that blow up your whole board. But like Maelstrom's thing is like position swapping. So yeah. you have like Wheel Assault, you have the new like promo card. So I don't know if you have like space for it on the board, just because you need like all your position swapping things. I see. And then it like discards a card to get the blue storm armada. So it's like, well, but if that card in your hand was something you could have called anyways, then does it matter that you got judgment? Like judgment gives you more power. you
0: can you can discard the thing you would have called back with judgment yeah and then it gets like power but then it's like you're not
1: plussing really and like the core of the problem here is that you're trying to like refill your board after it gets like blown up Mm -hmm. but yeah I don't know I just feel like this is a situation where it's like you could have this or you could just be playing the card that you already wanted to call This would have been a lot better if it was, like, on play, if you only have, like, a, you know... I think if I I didn't have to discard the card to search the order, if it was, like, a Counter Blast or a Soul Make it Soul Blast 2. This deck has so much soul. I can Soul Blast 2. Yeah, it
0: took the words right out of my mouth. If it was a Soul Blast or a Counter Blast cost, I think
1: that would have been a lot. Yeah, like, discarding is just weird, because it, like... Like you get the extra power from Judgment, which is good, but it like kind of defeats the purpose when the point of Judgment is that you call something from the drop zone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm not convinced of this card.
0: It's a shame. And then uh, last one, view pray stinger. Uh, let's see. Uh, this one is during
1: your turn. If your drop zone has two or more Blitz Order, it gets five K. Uh, when it's sure. placed on rearguard circle, you can blast one, search your deck or drop for one honey garden, sweet honey garden, reveal it, and then if you search your deck, shuffle. So sweet honey garden is you a blitz order, you play with soul blast one, choose one of your units, it gets plus 15k until in the battle, if your drop zone has a blitz order, it gets 25 instead of 15. Okay, now that's something, a little bit. Like,
0: that's a lot of shield. Yeah. I mean, it's the other, other one
1: could be a lot of shield.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, know. this is just a case of, like, doesn't really have a home.
2: Yeah.
0: It's uh, Jerry Seinfeld is a bee, doesn't have a home. Um, so, yeah, were there any other commons or rares that we wanted to bring up? Um,
1: uh, the card- There's that one Maelstrom one that we can talk about, both <laughs> like as a card, but also because of the errata. Okay, which shall Uh, that's like Gatling, yeah, oh. it's like Gatling something dragon, Gatling wave dragon. Found him, okay, that's yeah, like a rare, yeah. So, uh, when it attacks, if it's the fifth battle of this turn or more, if you have Vanguard with Maelstrom in this card name, it gets 10k until the end of battle. At the end of that battle, retire this unit, draw a card. So, it had a pre arata before release, so now it just has a comma, so it's all one effect, but it used to have a full stop, so it's like 10k until end of that battle, and then period, at the end of that battle, retire it and draw a card. So, it has a, that is a funny, weird ruling that is on Bushiroad's official page, let me see if I can find it, regarding some messiah thing that was worded the same way. Where it's like, when it attacks, if you have a messiah vanguard, it like gets 5k, and then full stop, period, at the end of that battle, you like lock it. And so it was ruled that even if you don't have a Messiah Vanguard, that card still locked itself. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: So the the original wording going off of that precedent would mean that this card was generic. Just when it attacks, and then you just ignore everything else about it, like 5th Battle, Maelstrom, Vanguard, because of the full stop. So you only think about when it attacks, so it would just retire itself and draw regardless at the end of the battle. Which is, like, clearly not how this card was intended to work, but because it worked that way, you know, we had this, like, generic card that could kind of be Inlet Pulse that we now do not have.
0: Yeah, which is a shame, because uh, Inlet Pulse was such a pain in the butt if you were playing anything green.
3: Yeah.
0: And, uh, th- this could have been a nice uh, fix, and of course they had to do I'm surprised they did.
1: Uh, this isn't the first time they free eroded a card. Like nice. when they want, like when they want things to uh, work a certain way, they will
0: just change it. What a shame. Um, I didn't really have anything else I wanted to bring up necessarily. Yeah. There's things like Rising Phoenix, which is more Vermilion stuff. Mm. Uh, like that one doesn't really need uh, to be.
1: Also, I just wanted to say Inlet Pulse kind of sucks, anyways. Like, <laughs> <there> are, <laughs> yeah. you don't play Inlet Pulse outside of like its two intended decks anymore.
0: Yeah, and like even in Magnolia, you kind of quit doing it for the most part because you have Gallado. So, yeah. you know, uh, so, silver. silver another,
1: which... Like that's another like both things are true. Like it sucks that they took away a generic card. Also, Inlet Pulse sucks. Stop coping on
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> um, or yeah, or, or just like it, its time has passed. I think unless you're. It was not ne- No, it was never that good. It was only good
1: in Magnolia because you could call it back. Like remember in set seven when like resonance dragon was revealed and everyone was like ooh, Leonor has a fourth attack you can use Inlet Pulse
0: and then nobody played Inlet Pulse. That's true. Um, yeah, and like they they gave like Gold's uh, another grade mm-hmm. one silver Silverfang, which when placed on rear if you have a grade three or greater the Gold Paladin first clan uh, gets plus 5k and then counter blasts one, draw one. So Yeah,
1: so uh, uh, this is the thing that like if you spam it five times then yes, you will need Dindrain's counter charge. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't imagine you will, though. So, we'll see. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, uh, which clan do you think won, which one lost? (laughs) Before we get out of here.
1: that's. I mean, I think Brandgate came out the worst. Like, Silhouette is a very basic deck at the moment, and I think, like, because the arms don't do anything interesting, the deck's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And then Eva being the strongest of the glitters originally meant that it got like worse support than the other ones. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to drop off sooner rather than later. And then, like, the, relative
0: to the other ones. And the blitz order support for, uh, you know, for Brandy yeah, it doesn't blitz really orders. work with it as opposed but to,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah, like, I think right
1: now, like, Silhouette is a good base. Like, I think the mechanic is interesting. They just haven't done anything interesting with it. Hmm. Uh, and then Eva's like, and yeah. And then Eva's just kind of like, eh, this one's not as good as the other one. So it probably got like the. So I think Bradgate probably got the worst support this set. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I I think either Stoichea,
1: uh or Ketter came out the best. I was gonna say like Dragon Empire. Oh.
0: I think like, all
1: three of those are pretty close. Yeah, because, yeah, like, the new Tamayura is extremely powerful. It fixes a lot of the problems with the old one, mm-hmm. where you could guarantee the order that, like, lets you call the dolls. Uh, no counter blast so you can afford to use the grade one dolls more. Mm-hmm. So it just makes your entire game plan more consistent by existing. I see. Uh, And then... Uh, Vermilion looks like it's going to be, like, decent. I don't know, like, how much it's going to break into the meta, just because, like, it does have problems with hand size. Right. But, like, binding is very difficult to interact with, especially, and also, like, attacking rear guards, like, bypasses a lot of
0: protection. Yes. Um,
1: so... especially
0: because it doesn't even have to be a, like, alright, attack all the front, or you can do, like, an L shape, or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: And then, uh... like, and then it, like, binds stuff, so, like, Vermilion looks like it'll be, like, powerful, but it might be, like, a glass cannon deck. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so, Stoakea, I think, like, the Mister Arc stuff is fun, but I don't know that the deck is good. Because, mm. like, it can recover decently from board wipes just because so many things, like, search or call stuff. Yeah. But, like, it does still need a full... It does need like some amount of board to be effective, and then your numbers are kind of small. So I feel like this is one of those, like it needs a second wave with more obnoxious grade twos. Uh Aurora is really good, just like I have trouble trying to maintain my board sometimes, but that could but that's just like uh get good situation, just like learn how to manage your deck. I think the actual cards themselves are good. I just think that like Dragon Empire has is the easiest one to look at and go, yes, this is good.
0: Gotcha. It's the most nakedly good. Yeah.
1: Because, yeah. Okay. like, you know, the Greya looks really strong, but, like, Ez- for uh, Keter Sanctuary, like, Ezel looks, like, mid.
0: Like, it looks okay. Yeah, I... I don't know. I mean, like, e- that particular Ezel is a lot better than the mm-hmm. old... V and original Ezel were for their time. So mm-hmm. that, that might be why I'm a little more psyched up on it than uh yeah. I'm not like, too hyped on Ezel. Yeah.
1: That's... Like the problem is just like wet noodles, right? Like none of your Hot rear noodles. guards get power, so like if you get the five attacks, you're what like 28k?
0: Right. Like 31. Uh, the the vermilion is better than the Ezel in this particular case. Yeah. I'm saying that like it's better than it has been before. Where before when it had when it was broken, it, it was through either scissors or uh um I mean it was broken hair. because of premium. Yeah, that too. Um But I'm saying that like you needed a second Ezel to really like to mm. do it up there. But I think this is probably the best base that it's had uh than any other time. So yeah, uh which uh, which clan or na- clan nation won which lost your opinion? Leave it in the comments or tweet at us at nexus at night um or you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash nexus at night thanks darren cole josh jeremy gr ali being ten dollar patrons uh and then where can they find the rest of us
2: you can find me on twitter at wiggums two g's two
1: z you can find me at plasma Eclipse.
0: find me at atlas novak twitter instagram tiktok or on youtube at the epileptic comic um, or my other podcast, at Generation Dan, uh, we're recording the 100th episode. This will be coming out as soon as I'm done editing it. So it's uh, we're recording it today and it's live if you want to come hang out and then it'll be dropping like on all the podcast apps next Thursday. So that's fun. Talking summertime. And thanks everybody for listening. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rootbeer. And have a good night, everybody.